And now, this is the DDT Wrestling Podcast with DC Matthews and Doc Manson. This is always the saddest episode of DDT Wrestling. Every year, there are highs and there are lows. It is the post-Halloween doldrums that we are in right now. And my esteemed colleague, and dare I say, with love to GQ, but my best friend in the entire world that I am not married to, one Doc Manson at Doc Manson. Well, I'd be willing to change that if you are. This is the greatest time of year for TVT. Oh, man. No. My no. Hetero, my hetero life mate. Yeah. Good old pod mate, DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. Is that homemade pizza? It's not. I was going to say, those pepperonis are legit. They are. <laughs> oh, God. I just got sauce on the carpet. Well, I hope everyone had a good week. I hope you had a good Halloween season. We may never do this show again, because for the first time, the podcast may have caused lasting damage. I'm going to have to text Mrs. Manson right now and ask, do we have carpet cleaner? And she's going to be like, what? (laughs) That's like, do we have carpet cleaner? (laughs) I always feel like this this is the sad times, because... Doc Manson is the biggest Halloween fan I know, and Halloween has ended. It has come and gone. It won't be back again for 350-some-odd days. We did not record on Halloween, so I have not talked to you. Actually, that's not true. I did talk to you since then, but not on the air. Yeah, we went for faux. We did. We did. That was. I was debating whether or not that was going to be my piece of positivity, but yeah, we went out. It can still be your piece of positivity. I'm now a member of the Find Your Happy Chat, everyone, and I'd like to say I am holding my own. You are. I was surprised. Um, I I had the over under. I thought you were going to be done in two days or less. But no, uh, I'm 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 committing. I'm sticking with it. I think you know because it is a it is an exclusive club. I don't have to be as squirrely as I am. You know. DC Matthews isn't always uncomfortable. Sometimes, you know, I can yes, get a, he is. I can get on the cusp of, you know, provocative, provocatish, perhaps. All right. Would you describe would you describe me as provocatish? No. <laughs> I don't think I would describe anything as that, which is not a word. Well, yes, but Words, there was a time where every word was not a word, and then it became a word. So I'm saying right here on the show, we are coining. That's deep, man. That's deep. We are coining a new phrase, a new word. Webster's, Oxford English Dictionary, please contact me regarding how much you'll pay me for provocatish. I'm pretty sure that's not how that works. You don't think they pay for words? No. Maybe they did at one point, but I think we're well past those days. Yeah, wouldn't that be great? That'd be a great job. I'd just come up with new words. Oh, hey, the carpet cleaner's here. All right. Shall shall I vamp for a bit? I'll I'll vamp because Doc Manson, Mrs. Manson has walked in and Doc is legit cleaning the carpet. 
you know, these pro- these these houses don't clean themselves, folks. At least not yet. He's down there scrubbing the floors. You got to let it sit it's for like a-, a while. You didn't let it soak in. Okay. Let me spray it again. You're supposed to get it like if you read the directions on the bottle, which would make for great radio, by the way. Uh, I'm pretty sure you got to like spray it. You got to let it soak for I'm a couple minutes and then yeah. towel yeah. now. <laughs> and while you're at it, you might as well bring me more pizza. <sighs> where were we? Oh, that's where we were. Yes. You're the I'm best. In, I'm in the find your happy chat. And I believe it was in the find your happy chat that Doc Manson actually extends something resembling an invitation. He's been hinting at it for weeks and he's like, DC, come over and bring me my book. <laughs> Which to me was as close to an invitation as I was hoping to get. Did we get an email? Hey, we did. Um, and so then, you know, we talked, we realized it wasn't actually going to make sense for me to go over there. I'm sure that will come up in the course of the show as well, the reason for that. And then I thought to myself, self, I know where we need to go. And I texted Doc Manson and said, Doc, do you like faux or pho, depending on your pronunciation? Oh, yeah. Faux is totally not the correct pronunciation. But it's the only way to I get people it. to know how you were talking yeah. about it. It's a suedo pronunciation, which, yeah, is, sure. which is still how I pronounce that word thanks to you. Suedo? Yeah. Um, and that so uncle has since passed on. Suedo fed. We uh, we went to a local place that is quite popular. We were actually surprised Thank at you. how popular it was. You're the best. Mrs. Manson was there as well, and uh, we we had some faux. The faux was good. Faux, faux show. Faux show. <laughs> um. But yeah, you know, pho, for those of you who don't know, is it Vietnamese, Thai? I believe so. Yeah. It is a Vietnamese soup. It's a big bowl of broth, and there's noodle, rice noodles in there. And you get your choice of uh, proteins. We each got steak. Mrs. Manson got the beef balls. Please, please. The Vietnamese beef balls. True. And it comes with condiments. You put the bean sprouts in there, some cilantro. Some chili paste, which I didn't think. I put it in there expecting to hate it and actually quite enjoyed it. The fresh sliced jalapenos are always a nice choice, as is the basil that they bring. Oh, that's right. It is basil. It's not just cilantro. It's Thai basil, I think. But yeah, it was quite good. If you have not had pho or pho, uh, pho. wherever you are, Danielle, I'm sure there's a good pho place in Oklahoma. There's got to be, right? I would call it Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, UK, I'm sure you've got various variations of that. So, but yes, it was a good time had by all. The soup was delicious. The company was even more so. And uh, I think we will be back, pretty sure. Oh, I will be. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Wow. Uh, see you on Sunday. Okay. Sounds good to me. Uh, how, was, how was your Halloween? It was fine. Um, night before Oscar's, uh, surgery. So yeah, that's what you were alluding to before, but you know, he got to live it up and bark the hell out of everybody. Um, it was raining for most of the night off and on. So we didn't actually get to walk around outside. He was just inside and yeah, he went, he was basically ballistic the entire night. So that was always a ton of fun, but Hey, I got to watch uh, the evil dead Two to try to drown out 
than barking. So it can't be a bad night overall. Not that I'm suggesting that you lock your dog in the basement, but were you to put your dog in a place without access to the windows, would that be better or worse? He would still bark. Okay. I mean, it would be better in that he wouldn't be right there barking at the door, you know. Yeah. But. And when he's outside, when it is nice enough and you're outside, is he still barking or is it just... No. Nope. Because he can see what's going on. I think he just wants, like... I don't know. I think it's more like, hey, over here, I'm here barking, as opposed to defense. But you know, I, I don't know. Come pay attention he goes outside, and all he does is walk up to people and roll over and say, rub my belly. Like, that's all he does when we're outside. But inside, forget it. He's, well, I can't uh, do that now. I saw the scar. Thankfully, not yeah. the really graphic picture, Mrs. Manson, wanting to show me graphic scar pictures as I'm trying to eat my foe. I know, right? How inconsiderate. Um, so, yeah, he had a tooth extracted. That was the main cause for the immediate surgery. He had broken another tooth. Premolar, upper right side. So that had to come out. And, um, yeah, and at the same time, we did two for one special because he's got a lipoma or had a lipoma on his chest. It's been slowly growing the last couple of years, and... We wanted to get it removed before it got too large. For those of us a, who don't have dual PhDs, what is a lipoma? Um, it's a fatty tumor, basically. It's okay. not cancer. It's not malignant. It's benign, but they will still sometimes slowly grow. Um, so, for the most part, you don't have to worry about them. They can be there for years. But you still want to take care of them before too long unless you're not going to ever do anything because the skin starts to stretch out as as they get larger and it becomes more difficult to remove if you don't um if you don't do it before it gets too large basically so that went well um i know sooner do we have them home for 24 hours than do we uh find another something on his back leg we don't know what it is it's not a lump like this it's harder He's going back to the vet in two weeks to get his stitches out, so we'll show it to them then, and he'll probably need another surgery, because he's the $10,000 dog. You really make pet owning sound almost as good as home owning. You really know how to sell these things. Uh, I'll be honest, I don't know how many more pets I'm going to have in my lifetime. Well, you are very, you know, obviously, as anyone who's listening to this knows, Oscar is beloved. He is, I won't say he is, you know, your baby, but he is a very prized member of the Manson family. And so I could imagine, you know, in 25, 30 years when, when he <laughs> or you pass on, then, uh, you know, it, it might be, that might be it. Yeah. Yeah. You we'll get see a, about that. You get a ferret. They might be easier to take care of. Pass. Or a pass. Burmese python. No, thank you. No, no. I am good. Yeah. So we lost uh, power on Halloween at like 11 o'clock at night. Power went out. We brought Oscar for his surgery the next morning. Power was still out. Went to work. Got the call that he was out of his surgery. Things were good. Could pick him up anytime after 6 p.m. We go and pick him up. We go home. Still don't have power. So we sat around in the dark on our couch for a few hours. The power came back the next day around 9 p.m. Almost a full... 24 hours that we were out, and that was fun. I'm just glad it came back when it did, because the next morning was 
you know, like 32 degrees Fahrenheit or, you know, around zero degrees Celsius for our UK friends and the rest of the world. Um, so it was a pretty cold morning, so I was glad to have our heat back before that set in. How good are you at making that conversion? Terrible. I just happen to know some key values. Because I'm watching the British baking show, and they're talking about, you know, oh, I want to get this up to, you know, 180. I'm, like, putting it at 180, and I'm like, I don't know what that converts to. In... I used to know the formula back when I took... Like the oven, they're setting the oven for like 180 degrees, which I'm sure is probably 350, 400. I used to have to, I had to memorize the uh, right, right. conversion formula when I took a meteorology class, but I don't know what it is now. No. So. Like I said, mostly for microbiology, Did I know some Did you just stay in the values. carpet again? Probably. Or my chair. That was just uh, crust, so okay. we're good. I was going to say, usually me. I'm a messy eater tonight. I'm a messy eater every night. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. No, our holidays were good. We, I think we did lose power, but it was, we lost it and regained it while we were sleeping. Like I noticed it because the ceiling fan turned off and I lay there sweltering and hating the world and managed to fall back to sleep again. And, and then when the power came back on and the ceiling fan started again, I wept openly for a little <laughs> while and then went back to sleep. I did but. not sleep well last night. I woke up at like 2 a.m., 5 a.m., just couldn't sleep, could not sleep off and on. I've I am exhausted with, right now. With, with the time change, we could have recorded tomorrow. You could have gone, you could have napped. I would have I tried. Thought about, I thought about asking you that, but honestly, I do like recording Having an extra day to edit, so I was. I came home and I was laying on the love sack, and I <laughs> definitely because you lay on it, and I immediately. Anytime I become horizontal, I'm immediately tired, and I was like, maybe Doc will want to record on Thursday, and then I was like, we had put a chicken soup in the crock pot, so I got up. I was like, I am hungry, and as I was walking around, I started to feel better, and then was like, all right, we can do this. But we could pause here. We could read emails later. No, let's go. Let's, let's I can, trudge I can, forth. I can go pretend I know anything about the video game I am currently playing. And I'm what are you failing. playing? What are you playing? The Outer Worlds, like you told me to. Oh, you are? I am. You rarely, you rarely suggest a video game for me. So you did, and I had PlayStation credits, so I got the game for like 10 bucks. Do you hate uh, it? I don't hate it, but I am also not very good at it. You, you know, you've muted me on Twitter or whatever, so... Have you played have? it at all? No, but I was tweeting about it and you didn't notice. So, oh, um, yeah, I've been playing through it on the PC a little bit. Okay, um, I'm enjoying it quite a bit. Um, now, the thing that I thought you would like about it is it is in the style of a Bethesda Western RPG, like Skyrim. Yes. Or to be honest, it's more close to Fallout. Fallout. But I saw at the very least, you know, it's a sci-fi setting. There is less, in my opinion bullshit systems to put up with. That's why I actually, I don't like Fallout. There's too much, like, micromanaging of, like, radiation poisoning and stuff like that. There is an analog to it in the Outer Worlds, I think, a certain type of damage, but it's not... It's not as bad. Um, So it reminds me very much of Skyrim, and I realize that there's probably a lot of shooting, potentially, which I wasn't sure if you would like or not, but then I said, well, there are melee weapons. You can have a melee build. And I know... DC likes 
Skyrim, which has melee. I know he likes being an archer. An archer versus, like, you know, a, a, a hunting rifle or something is not that different. Mm-hmm. Um, that same type of game. I said, I don't know. I think maybe he'd get a kick out of this. I um, I looked so I at I read, send it along. I read a little bit about it, but really it was your recommendation, and I've been looking for a new game because I do enjoy having one that I'm playing. So I, you know, I just downloaded it yesterday. I was like, all right, I'll try a ranged weapon stealth character, which is what I tend to do every time I play Skyrim, no matter what I set out starting to yeah. do. Um, but then I saw that there were dumb dialogue options and so now i'm like so i started so playing as the you, stealth. you chose to put your intelligence very low in the character creator i noticed that you could i didn't yet but i i honestly think i'm gonna go back and start over as a melee build all strength no intelligence yeah. and just as, essentially be because i then you can create you can play with the faces and I was like, I can make his brows really big. And I'm like, I'm going to be caveman, spaceman. Um, <laughs> I think we just created a character. Yeah. Caveman, spaceman. Caveman, caveman spaceman. But, you know, I'm, I'm not a good shooter. I don't know yeah. if it's that I have the sensitivity too high or it's just that these giant thumbs can't be fi- finesse it. And then I found I'm in very early on in the game. You, you come across a shipwreck, and there are these rock creatures, the primitives. Oh, yeah, don't go that way. <laughs> and then I see a body, and I'm like, oh, this looks like a stealth dagger. And I'm like, okay. I'm gonna Really? S- there was something. It was called a trip blade. And it said for okay. the, for, for you want to do, like, and so I equip that, and I'm like, all right. Obviously, they want me to try out this trip blade on this rock guy over here. It's just one of them. So I like sneak up on him and I stab him and it does negligible damage Uh and he turns around and he hits me and I'm like, I have half health. I couldn't remember what the button was for the adrenal health thing. And then I noticed, oh, there's three more that Uh I didn't see the first time. They all aggroed. Yeah. I was surrounded by rock monsters trying to shiv them with my trip blade and I died and I was like, you know what? That's enough for tonight. I will. If it makes you feel any better. The first time I was playing through the game, I got to the ship. I went past the ship to the, the rock monsters, which are called, I think, primals in the game. Yeah. And, uh, yes, they immediately killed me also. <laughs> I always forget, because I play new games so rarely, that when you're starting out, you're supposed to die often. Yeah. Like, it's a learning curve. You've got to figure out the specific mechanics of the game. But, yeah, I think I'm going to try Caveman Spaceman. Because um, so another thing I don't know if you know, eventually in this game you will pick up party members just like you could in Skyrim. Okay. So I did see that. You, There's like the companion. Yeah. Thing. Because that just basically means if you go melee, potentially you can pick up some party members. I think you can maybe have two active at a time. Cool. And uh, they could maybe do some shooting on your sure. behalf. So. And again, um, Ryan, the ultimate warrior, suggested eventually you get a hunting rifle. And you just snipe yeah. people, which That's I'll probably do, which I'll probably do as well. I know there is a way to slow down time. I tried it once. I couldn't figure out like I shot somebody and missed. And so then there was no point in me slowing down time anymore. So I will get there. But yep. the, visually, it's beautiful. It's you yeah, know, it's a good looking game. It's a good looking game. Uh... I enjoy the 
you know, I enjoy it. I think it does remind writing. me of Fallout just from what I've seen of Fallout, just in terms of the dialogue options and all yeah. of that sort of thing. I think the writing in this game is really quite clever. Okay. Um, I think there's a lot of actual funny dialogue. Um, and then the thing that I like is, yeah, they really designed it where no matter how you make your character, it seems like there's unique options that open up. There's literally there's literally dialogue options that say dumb that only appear if your intelligence is low enough. And my character, um, <clears throat> I always like to have like a high persuade. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I've got those options popping up. But I also have a high science skill because, of course, I do. And I, there's been unique um, dialogue options related to science and engineering where, like, I'm talking to people and it's like they're talking blah, 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 science talk. And, like, you know, my character can come back with, oh, yes, I know about this. And you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's sure. kind of neat that they've actually sort of covered all their bases on that. I like the fact that, you know, in the for those of you who don't know, you're you're playing like you were a, somebody who was sent in space. You were put in suspended animation to, like, repopulate or colonize, and then something happens and you are, like, adrift for a while. So w- when you're creating your character, you choose their occupation. But it's not like, you know, you were going to be president. You were go- It's like, I'm a cashier. That was yeah. going to be my job. Yeah, so. I chose science technician, but if well, you actually you read the write-up related to it, um, it sounds more like things were tested on me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I I enjoy the humor, I enjoy the visuals, I am sure I will get better at the game, but right away I was like, okay, I'm there's a reason I'm playing it on story mode. Hmm. I am playing it on... I would say hard. I don't think it is, I don't think I'm playing it on hard, I think I'm playing it on normal. Okay. There was some other option which was, you know, yeah. Basically I think it's like story normal crushing. hard and then yeah, supernova or something. Yeah. yeah I was certainly um, not going to do that. I want to enjoy the story. I want to enjoy the game. I would like to kill them as easily as possible. Were yeah. there a god mode option, I would have already found. Well, actually I haven't looked, but <laughs> I but think yeah. again, I think this game has that potential for you like with Skyrim, go back, make a different character. And it seems like, honestly, from what I've been playing, it seems like there's actually some big decisions that you get to make throughout sure. the storyline that look like it's actually going to maybe eventually change things pretty differently. I'm sure you still end up in the same places, probably, but, yeah, it, but it does still. look like it's going to be interesting to see the different avenues later. And appara- according to people who are, I've seen talk about it online, it's a fairly quick... You know, yeah. it's it's not one of those like, you know, the main quest line for Skyrim took forever. Yeah. And I hate I think it. I there's a chance I might actually finish this one. Yeah. So it makes it easier to play it and then play through again, because already I was like, you, you're in the tutorial still and you come across some crewman who's like hiding out. And I'm like, can I shoot him? Because I kind of want to shoot him. And I didn't I'm like, I don't want to play the, you know, heal character right away. But Caveman Spaceman might just have to stab him. Like, Is that the very first guy you come across that's not yes. the Doc Brown guy? Yes. He's, he's like there. He's like bandaged up, you know, because you're, you're supposed to. Again, I don't want to spoil a lot, but it's not a major story point. But it's the first thing. The fact yeah. that you land on the Han Solo character and kill him is hilarious. Yeah. Yes. I was and like, so I meet right. this guy in the cave. First, I use my medical skill because since I have the science background. Yeah. To, to bandage him up. And then, then I persuade him to give me his gun, and, and then, then I proceed him. to shoot him. I think that's the worst thing I've ever done in a game. 
I don't know about that. There are some Heal pretty somebody, awful things you can do. Persuade in them to give you the gun and then shoot them in the face. That's a pretty bad series of actions, I would say. I don't know. There are some pretty bad things you can do in games. Yeah, but yes, I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited to have a new game. So yes. More than likely we finish this podcast and I will I will probably just try Caveman Space Man. Because I don't often do melee builds. That's not Me usually. I try to go for the the stealth archer, like the, the, the everything I'm not sort of character. Yeah. Um, but I think this game with the humorous aspects to it, I think there's, if anything, it'll make my live tweeting of the game more enjoyable. Have you uh, gotten to the first major town or no? No. I found the okay. ship. I ran around the ship. I yep. left the ship. I got killed by the rock monsters. I stopped playing. <laughs> Okay. Yep. All right. Yeah. I rage quit 45 minutes into the game. Yeah. The first companion you come across, I think, is pretty cool. Well, I guess there's more than one you could come across first. Anyways, all the characters seem to be fun. So I, I that's it. That's all I'm looking for. I'm looking for some entertainment, and it yeah. seems like it's going to be an entertaining game. So I appreciate the recommendation. If anyone out there, I was wondering if there was like a multiplayer option yeah. to it, but I don't think I don't there think is. so. And granted. I'm terrible at multiplayer games because I'll randomly wander off for an hour, and that's never good. That's why I couldn't yeah. raid in WoW. I'm like, I can't commit three hours to this. Please, if it was only three hours, we would have had a chance. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, then there's another game also that just came out. Um, well, not just. It's been out for a little while, but it came out this year. It's also supposed to be quite good, and confusingly, it's called The Outer Wilds. Okay. Um, I've heard good things about that one, too. I don't know if you would like it or not. I think it's probably more of a narrative-focused game. Um, but it, I've been getting some pretty good reviews. Oh, and also, uh, Untitled Goose Game. That's supposed to be quite good. You That's play as a goose. You're a goose? Uh-huh. I saw... I've seen people... Um, and supposedly, there's a bit more to it than YouTube the Goat Simulator game. Like, it's actually supposedly a pretty good game. Can you stream it? The graphics are pretty minimal. I would think you could I bet stream you that. I probably could. I'd have to find it, though. There we Is go. Is it out on the PC? I don't even know. I would imagine yeah. so. All right. Well, um, half an hour in. Let me see. <laughs> we talked a little Halloween. I'm trying to think if I have watched. Oh, I watched SmackDown. SmackDown was good. I heard. Raw seemed to be a poor man's copy of SmackDown. Um, but yes, Crown Jewel happened. Bray Wyatt's the Universal Champion. That's, Great. Inter- that's interesting, I guess. Yeah, sure. It, it seems weird to have him with a belt. But the, the biggest thing is Survivor Series is going to be Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT. And making lemonade out of lemons, I suppose. They took advantage of the fact that most of the roster was stranded in Saudi Arabia. And NXT was the major point of SmackDown. Tommaso Ciampa wrestled The Miz. Adam Cole wrestled Daniel Bryan. It was excellent. It was a really good... It was the first SmackDown I think I've watched since they moved to Fox, and it was really good. Cool. Yeah, heard some good things about SmackDown. Didn't check it out, but it sounds like a good show overall. Something else I did not check out? AEW. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I watched week five, which I think is the most recent one. I didn't love it. The tag title match between the Lucha Brothers and SCU was good, as you would expect it to be. But the rest of the show, I fast forwarded through a lot of it. 
Yeah. Um, I don't know. You told it... me that on Sunday when we saw each other for yes. foe. And I was just like, eh, after that. Well, so here's the question. Full Gear, which is their first pay-per-view since having Dynamite, is this weekend, I believe. It's this Sunday. Are you going to watch? How much money is it? I would assume it is the regular non-network amount, but let me look. Because if it's $60, no. There is 0% chance I will be watching it. Yep, November 9th, Baltimore, Maryland. How, oops, can't spell. How much is AEW Full Gear? Uh, will be available on Bleacher Report Live and on pay-per-view. It costs $49.99. Mm-hmm. So no, um, that's a big no. For I you. will hear about the highlights on the next episode of AEW. <clears throat> Yeah. It's just too much money these days. It is. mm. I agree 100%, but you've enjoyed AEW more than I have. For example, Outer Worlds, I got that included with Game Pass. What's Game Pass? It's the Xbox um, game subscription service. So they did a thing where I could get Xbox Live Gold, convert it for a dollar to Ultimate Game Pass. And so... It, admittedly, it cost me like $120 to max out my Xbox Live um, first. But now I've got like two and a half years of this game streaming service. Yeah. And I'm not going to pay anything more for it. Again, I paid $120, but if I had bought Outer Worlds, that would have been 60 bucks. So it's the price of two games. And mind you, another game I got off of that was Gears 5. So for Gears 5 and Outer Worlds, I've now paid up my whole subscription and anything from here on out is just gravy. It's occurring to me that I did not even look to see if Outer Worlds was on PlayStation Now, which is their streaming service, which I have a year-long subscription to. Huh. I didn't even think to look at that. But either way, I still got yeah. it for cheap. Now I'm looking, though. <laughs> Riveting radio. Me Sorry. chewing... You silently trying to decide whether you made a poor financial decision. No, it's not on there. People know what this show is. Apparently, I could play <laughs> The Elder Scrolls Online or Oblivion, though. Hey, so. uh, I also heard, I, I saw that the, uh, you know, Eddie McCabe and uh, New Age Insiders were tweeting because they were nominated for quite a few of these wrestling podcast awards online. If they win one, they might have to do a reunion show. So I was, th- and, and, and Gold Eddie there said, you know, if we win something, I think that's a pretty good reason for us to get back together and do a show. So I think right now, DDT Awards, uh, we're going to do an honorary DDT Award right now. Um, the best New Age Insiders <laughs> goes to the New Age Insiders. Congratulations, guys, you've won. Where's our reunion show? The best, the best New Age Insiders podcast award goes to the new age insiders no that's not what i said okay the best new age insiders goes to the new age insiders okay i want to keep my options open in terms of the best new age insiders podcast there could be a lot of contenders should we tweet about this i mean you can or are we just hoping that they'll listen 
oh, we know that they're not doing that. But maybe somebody who is listening will tell them. Glenn, well, um, we've been apparently nominated for yeah. uh, an end of the year award. I, Glenn congratulated us on the nomination. I'm presuming Glenn is responsible for the nomination. I would presume so. We have been nominated for best duo. Cool. Uh, and But mind you, I think there's like 150 podcasts that have been nominated for best duo. It doesn't seem like the bar is that high for the nominations. I think you just have to be suggested. Yeah. So here's the thing. I, I said that I was going to start campaigning uh, for our award, starting with this episode of the show. Um, so here's my campaign. <clears throat> what the fuck is a wrestling podcast award? And why would I want to win one? I mean, vote if you want to, I guess. There's my campaign. I don't know where you go to vote. Can I but... tell you if one of the major presidential nominees came out with that as their slogan? Vote for me if you want to, I guess. I would buy a T-shirt. <laughs> I would start going door to door. Look, I don't think this person wants the job, which is probably why they have to be the best person for the job. Correct. The person who wants to be able to, uh, you know, pick up the item of power, but not wield it, is the only one worthy to do so, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, well, hey, you know what? If there, We have a very core audience that thinks we are great. And I think we should create the best. We are clearly the best duo, according to the besties. It's true. And as I think, so I can in feel... terms of the best DDT duo award, I think we just won ourselves an award. I think it's either that or Pav and whichever woman he was trying to solicit at four o'clock in the morning. I, waddled, I actually don't. I never. I never got her name. Actually, I don't so. think he gave her name, but he brought her strawberries. I want to apologize. Now that I'm part of the Find Your Happy chat, the emails this week are going to include a lot of inside jokes. I think so that if you're not part of the Find Your Happy chat, and I don't know who runs the Find Your Happy chat, I think if you're listening to this show, you should be allowed to be included in the Find Your Happy chat. Probably. I have no idea who like runs. Whether it or not we need to invite them to that, or if we need to create. I don't mean to get invited in nope. and then immediately try to take over. But if we need to create like a find your happy discord server or something like that. I think we should just stick with this chat, which is still running years later. Because if we go and create our own thing after a week, it'll be done. I lost interest in the idea halfway through saying it. Yeah, I know you did. I was like, so. we'll create a dis. Oh, why am I doing this? So, <laughs> so yeah. All right. But yes, so um, there, there's going to be some talk about networking, which will have some different meanings depending. Hopefully the emails will Maybe clarify. we should just get into it then since we're 35 minutes in. Podcast, Podcast at com. Dot com. Dot com. We have six emails this week. The first A one baker's comes, dozen. The first one comes from Kev and it is titled Dogging. Evening, folks. Can we please discuss Pav's networking slash dogging antics? Do you guys in USA call it dogging too? God to have you back, DC. Thanks, Kev. Get Outlook for iOS. Um, DC, I think this is now the weekly tradition. I want you to go to UrbanDictionary.com, okay. and I'd like you to read what it says underneath the entry for dogging. For dogging. All right, hold on. 
While you're doing that, I'm going to go to UrbanDictionary.com, and I am going to look up the definition of networking. <laughs> Dogging. This is where people meet up in car parks and watch each other being intimate. Sometimes <laughs> Is that what it says? No, but I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> Sometimes other people join in, but it's mainly about watching and having fun with it. Also paraphrasing. Um, the sentence is, Oi, I went dogging last night at the local car park. It was jolly good fun. I mean, and in fairness, I guess we'll have to give it to Pav because networking is a method for unskilled people to get hired for jobs over people who are skilled. Which is to say it has nothing to do with dogging. And even just reading through all of the other alternative networkings on this page, none of them sound related to dogging either. Yeah. Bob has been vindicated. Okay, no, he hasn't. Because when you're going to a person's house to network at four in the morning and you're bringing them your resume and a pint of strawberries... You are not going there to whatever it was the definition you said about networking. <laughs> um, you know, I, I think it all depends on the type of people that you are networking with. I, I don't know who this woman was that he's talking about, but I got the impression that she was maybe sort of like a new age. I, this probably isn't the right way to say it. This probably isn't the accurate description, so forgive me. But like a new age life coach or something. She was talking about energy and vibes, apparently. So like the, I'm that sure type she was. of person, I could see a 4 a.m. visit with strawberries very well could be innocuous. Although she probably was expecting to get paid afterwards, so. Uh, the most interesting thing on Urban Dictionary is the etymology of the phrase, and so I'm going to continue reading. Dogging actually derives from the term walking the dog. It's a pastime that has evolved from people taking their dogs for walks and stumbling across couples who were going at it in the bushes. They originally huh. only spied on those couples. The sport, in quotes, has now become much more organized and seedy with regular meeting places and more or less a free-for-all spirit. This year, the newly created Ultimate Dogging Championships were nice. held at Rivington near Chorley in, I'm assuming, Lancaster. I don't know how to pronounce these things. There were many disciplines, including the 10-man train, uh-huh. <laughs> something called Pearly Rain. I wonder what that is. And... Most Extreme Slapper. Huh. The TV rights to next year's event are currently in negotiation with a Dutch satellite TV station. Come I'm assuming on. I'm assuming some of this is a joke, but there are links if you need to know what a man train or pearly rain is. I think you should click on that man train. I think we know what that one is. Yeah, I think we do too. Um... Well, that was enlightening, illuminating, um, but invigorating. I don't know that dogging is a U.S. phrase in any sense. I don't think it's a phrase, and I also don't know that it's a common activity. No. I walk the dog a lot, and I haven't come across anybody having sex in the bushes. That you know of. Eh, it could have been real quiet. I guess that's quiet. right. Yep. 
You're right. I would think that, I mean, taking you as an example, I would think that if I had come across it, I would have at least would have heard the weeping. Because I lived with roommates for so long, I, silent <laughs> sobbing is, is a skill I possess. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, the next email comes from Glenn. Let's just keep going. Networking the network. Hi, guys. With a talk in the Find Your Happy Chat about POV networking with a young lady at 4 a.m. in the morning. Right about this question. If you could book a table for three on the WWE Network, which three stars would you have on and what sort of questions would you ask them? Thanks as always, Glenn. All right, Glenn. Bringing it back to some some happier topics. Um, I think we've done a version of this before. If you could create your own table for three, hmm. who would you want? I don't know. Um the problem with this question, I think that's limiting my, my thought process, and you'll probably tell me, well, forget it. Sky's the limit. Is if it's on the WWE network, I feel like I'd have to go with WWE guys. And right now, with where the business is, I feel like the most interesting stories to hear probably would come out of the guys in AEW. Like okay. I probably would want to sit down with Cody and um, Tony Khan and maybe JR. I think something like that might be a good combination to really hear some of the background on what's going on there. I'm surprised they're not using YouTube to do a lot of that sort of stuff. And maybe it'll come. It's still early on in the AEW career. But that sort of thing, I think, would get a lot of play on their YouTube channel. Or if they're ever going to go for a streaming type service. Sure. Yeah. What would you pay for a, a... if, if they said, okay, $20 a month, you get every AEW pay-per-view, and we'll put Dynamite on it as well. Yeah, probably not. Really? $20 is a lot of money. Okay. 15? I could pay my cable company $20 more a month and get four times the internet speed that I get. And I haven't done that, so... Fair enough. Um... The first thing that comes to mind for me would be – actually, I have two. One of them would be an ECW thing. I want Heyman on a table for three. Um, it would be Heyman. It would be Mick Foley. And I would would have said Jericho, but let's do a later guy. Let's do Tommy Dreamer. Foley, Tommy Dreamer, and – and huh. Paul Heyman. Um, or I would have done, I would do William Regal, Robbie Brookside, who's a trainer for them, but also a British guy. And like Johnny Saint, who is currently the GM of NXT UK. And just let them talk about British wrestling, what it was, and how it has gotten to the point where now NXT UK is a thing. So, mm. Okay. But what would be yours there, besties? What would be your table for three? All right. The DDT hype team, I wonder who this is, is back with Vignette 3, Perspective. April 5th, 2018. 580 days ago. This was the last time you heard from this man. A lot has happened in the world since then. Liverpool are the European champions, whatever that means. Amazon has overtaken Microsoft as the world's most valuable company. I don't... Um, <laughs> all right. I mean, I don't think Amazon is the world's most valuable company. I think it's Apple, isn't it? I would think so, but I don't know. Yeah. 
Meghan, Meghan Markle has joined the British royal family. The Me Too movement started. Heck, Toys R Us are now bankrupt. But the more things change, they stay the same. Donald Trump is still in office. Brexit is still not solved. A lot has changed. A lot has remained. But what was going on in the world the last time DDT podcast heard from this gentleman? Plural. What was going on the last time he dove deep into his bag of wrestling topics and quizzed the doctor and the teacher? Let's unpack this. Braun Strowman was winning tag team titles with a 10-year-old. Yeah, that was a bad idea. The NAI Network was still a thing. Yeah, that was a bad idea. DDT Podcast wasn't a thing. DDT Wrestling was. Yeah, that was a bad idea. Stephanie, Beverly, and Bethany were yet to make their presence felt on DDT. In fact, they never crossed paths with this man. He probably doesn't even know who they are. Well, that was a bad idea. The beautiful, succulent, majestic, brand-exclusive pay-per-views were just a month removed. Remember those? No. They don't. The brand split died and was reborn again. The Saudi Arabia deal. I guess that's true. The Saudi Arabia deal had not started yet. Blood money did not exist in the world when this gentleman was around. Hold hold, hold on. Blood money did exist in the world. Not in terms of 580 days. Yeah, Yeah, maybe not as obviously, but yeah. AEW did not exist either. Speaking of AEW, how many people had heard of MJF in April 2018? I'm still not sure many people have heard of him now, but you know. It was decided in April 2018 that Prince Charles will succeed the Queen. I didn't know that. The Seattle Seahawks drafted the first ever one-handed person. I'm Where's his sure, other hand? I'm pretty sure there were one-handed people before this guy. You'll both like this one. Avengers Infinity War was released. The troll never watched it. Cue laughter from the Find Your Happy chat. If it makes have you, you feel any better. Infinity War? I've seen Infinity War. I still have not seen Endgame. Are you going to get Disney Plus when it comes out? I am not. Okay. Mark Zuckerberg went on trial for data use and security. The Pakistani city of Nawabsha set a global record for an April temperature with 50.2 degrees Celsius, which is hot, I'm assuming. And finally, the world's oldest spider, a female trapdoor, died age 43, stung by a wasp in Western Australia. These are all the significant things that were happening in the world the last time you heard from him. 580 days is a long time. Longer than Brock's universal title reign of 504 days. True. A lot has changed in that time. A lot of things have remained the same. People like Glenn, Brandon O'Mac, and Kev are still around. Sanj is now in the mix. There is now a Find Your Happy chat, too. Did that not exist 580 days ago? I think the chat did exist, although at one point it was not the Find Your Happy chat, so I'm not sure when that name came into use. Got it. To summarize this long email, it's been a while, mate. DDT200, he returns. Oi, mate, oi! Hashtag, he is coming. Oi, mate, oi! All right. No? I wonder who we're talking about. Him. Him. He. Danielle. (laughs) Hi. Hi. Hey, guys. 
Just got done with my exam an hour ago, and I'm chilling out here in the newly opened Norman Central Library. Norman, Oklahoma has three libraries, and this new one is gorgeous! Three floors of meeting rooms, books, and desks. Yay, libraries! Next week, I start the moving process from my 500 square foot on the third floor here in OKC to a 400 square foot apartment, more like tiny cottage. I'm just excited to have wood floors again. Midterms plus moving equals life happening all at once. I can't remember what I was going to email about, but I hope you have all had a fun week. Cheers, Danielle. That's a very small apartment. It's about the size of the apartment I lived in when Mrs. Manson moved back to our state and began living with me. 400 square feet. And it was a little larger. It was probably like 600, 650. So still a third larger than what she's talking about. But, but like, even that was that's, small. What is that, like a kitchen, one bedroom, a living room, and a bathroom? That's all that could be. Right. And like the kitchen was part of the living room. This is probably think... more like a studio where it's probably all one room. Sure. With maybe a door for the pooper. I'm just maybe. saying if people want to know. I never went to that apartment. However long you were in that apartment, I don't think I ever went there. Huh. Well, thanks for all the help with the moving, you jerk. I'm just saying. There you go. People are like, wow, you guys are, you know, you're obviously so close. I'm like, that because of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. There was, you know, th- five years after we graduated that we didn't see each other. You, or you, talk to you each lived other. in multiple apartments that I think I went to like one of them once. Back when you were living with a different roommate. And if then, it makes you feel any better, you've been in your apartment for like 12 years now. Yes. And I think I've been there once. Yeah. That was the one time we've had people over in 12 years. When he talks about being a hermit, folks, he's not kidding. I Send am, help. I am the brand. Um, Mitchell is here with his piece of positivity. So... This week, my wife got a new teaching job, and it's in the same city that I've been working in for over a year, which means more money for us and no more 52-mile commutes for me. The apartment we're looking at is a steal also. Its lakeside has hiking trails, includes internet and cable, and has a community pool. Best part is, it's not even a cost increase versus where we live currently. That's my piece of positivity. Talk to ya next week. All good news, Mitchell. Things are looking up. I like to hear it. Um, you keep you keep thinking about pieces of positivity, and it's only a matter of time before that positivity starts to bleed into your reality. So you and your karma you have to thank for this recent good fortune, I'd say. And the DDT podcast, of course, which is we're all positive. Well, that's it. That was, that was kind of what I was harping on. I'm like, well, yeah, it may be less of a commute for you, but that means probably less time to listen to our show. That's okay. I like, don't I think need, Mitchell really likes our show anyway. I need commute for you to listen to this show. Mm. What if we lose mm. a bestie because of this? Mitchell, what, what I'm saying we, is don't do what it. What if we lose Mitchell because of this? Don't do it, Mitchell. Don't move. Stay where you are. Keep driving huge distances. <laughs> we need you. <laughs> do it for the best duo. <laughs> It said it was it was it was an honor just to be nominated. <laughs> That's what the losers say, right? We should get used to saying that. 
I think that's what the winner should say. It was an honor just to be nominated, but you won. I know. <laughs> yeah. Hey, everyone. It's Sanj from the Find Your Happy Chat. This is only the second time I've ever emailed the show, but I couldn't pass up the opportunity this time around. I'm sure most people are aware of what happened in the chat with Pod and his networking at 4 a.m. What's this, the third or fourth time we've mentioned this on the show now? With strawberries, hold the cream for now. Which fruit do you think is the best to network with? Mine would have been strawberries, but I don't think I'll be using them anymore since Pav uses them. Do you also think that the gym is a good place to network, asking for a friend? Also, it's great to see DC in the chat again. I hope he stays for good this time. Best wishes, everyone, from a silent listener, Sanj. I'm just saying, if people want to be, if you, you want to be in on the Find Your Happy chat, I think, and it's not my chat, but I think you should just either email or just tweet us and let us know, and we'll we'll ask to. I will say there is a decent amount of inappropriate language and occasionally inappropriate photos, videos. That get tossed around in this chat. So if you are of a delicate persuasion, you might cons- consider... Again, it's not an official DDD chat, chat, so it's not looking poorly on our brand. It's uh, it's just something that we'd like to be a part of. Well, and I'm sure if we do get a couple more people, I don't think we're going to get like 50 more people. But I'm sure that the people who post these inappropriate videos and things, I'm sure they wouldn't mind toning it down. I would be disappointed if they did. Um, well, this is two different things here, Sanj, because... Networking... All I'm saying is we need some more pneumatics in the group. Glenn, you know what I'm talking about. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. Pav was networking outside a darkened house. That was it. There were no lights. Like, it was a dark house at four in the morning, and he's just It was four in the morning! There. Yes, but when I'm awake at four in the morning, there's a light on. I'm not sitting in the dark. Okay, that's fair. But also, we don't know. Maybe this is like a a, a house that's an apartment building. Maybe she lives on the third floor. First floor is different people. No lights on. You know. Right. You don't know. Yeah. No. Pav networking in the gym is a totally different thing. Tim talking to well, people in who fairness, are toweling off. It sounds like people in the gym keep approaching him. I don't know, he just looks like an approachable sort of guy, or what. But it sounds like he is actually doing his best to be left the hell alone in the gym, and in some way he just keeps chipping his way into these interactions. Yes, I that's a verb. Chipping. I don't... I'm gonna look that one up, too. Yeah. I don't know what he's doing. It, from from the thing, brief things I know about it, it sounds like he's just sitting in the locker room like staring at people until they approach him. But maybe that's not what's happening. I don't think that's the case. Okay. Well, that makes me feel very positive, which brings us, thank you for the emails there, besties. Did you say makes you feel positive? I didn't. And I hate <laughs> you for making that a thing. Because if I start getting called the Pope of Positivity, I'm quitting show business. <laughs> oh, my work here is done. Episode 198, the final edition. (laughs) I was able to kill it before 200. That would be hilarious. (laughs) He is is coming, and we're gone. um, Do you have a piece of positivity uh, heading into our week? We've been talking about it so much. Hmm. I'm sure you have one prepped. 
I mean, the problem is, I, I think I'm maybe going to talk about The Outer Worlds, but of course we talked about that. You can um, mention it again. You don't need a new thing. I mean, it's a bit, yeah, I don't know. I, f- I feel like it's cheap, though. I feel like I gotta, I feel like I gotta be ready. Oh, here's, here's, here we go. Here's something else that brought me a little bit of, of joy the last couple of days. I don't know if this is very popular in the United States. I've heard that maybe it's more popular overseas. UK folks, maybe you can tell me. Although I don't know that our UK folks are the type. Although maybe some of them are. Anyways, getting to the point, there is this website, an app called Letterboxd, um, L-E-T-T-E-R-B-O-X-D, so Letterboxd missing the E at the E-D at the end, and it's basically just a movie site like the Internet Movie Database, but it's like set up around being a more of a social network where like you set up your profile and you can just, you know, go through, find movies, put a writing on them real quick. You can write a review if you wanted to, but I just started going through and adding basically every single horror movie that I've ever seen. Um, so if you're on Letterboxd and you wanted to follow me, you can do so. I'm at Doc Manson, um, all one word as usual. And at the moment I have rated 655 movies. Wow. Now I will say that a couple of those are not horror movies. Cause as I just bumped into a few things, I added them. That's almost exclusively horror movies. I didn't, I didn't rate any other type of movie, um, although I've seen plenty of other movies, um, just because I thought it might be fun just to have a collection of the horror-related stuff. So, yeah, so that's there. You guys can feel free to take a look at that. There's a Again, I've got a series of ratings now for 655 movies, so if you're looking for a horror movie, you want to know my recommendations, look for the five stars. Oh, and but yeah, by the way, half stars are for cowards. So even though it allows you to do half stars on a five-star scale, uh, no, no, that's for cowards. You have to commit. Doesn't that just make it a ten? It does. You have to commit, as far as I'm concerned. And frankly, a five-star scale, to me, is basically the perfect scale, right? One star is I hated it. Two stars is I didn't like it. Three stars, I liked it. Four stars, I really liked it. Five stars, I love this movie. You know what I mean? Speaking of which... Take some time to go to iTunes or your podcast repository of choice or find a way to give us a review. And yeah, of look course, up the Sounds Scary podcast no, no. on iTunes. No? Both. I guess you could do both, but try to do ours first. No, no, no. Sounds Scary. That's the good show. This was the first show. That's the good show. The part that hurts <laughs> is that I know you mean it. I know you mean that. Uh, I don't know that I actually mean that because this show, we've talked about it before. I love the sweatpants quality of this show. I really do. I love the fact that we can just, we, we just come in here, we turn the microphones on and we've been talking for 58 minutes about nothing. And it's, it's been a fun time the entire time, at least for me. Um, Um, The, the thing I'm going to pick is many of you are familiar with Markiplier. Like a YouTube content creator. Never heard of him. Okay. Well, he's done some things. I think he played that goose game. Um, He just came out with a new thing, and it's something I've never seen before. We are of the generation to know what choose your own adventure books are. Yeah. Which is you read a book, and it comes to a point in the story, and there's a decision. And if you want to do X, you go to page 43. If you want to do Y, you go to page 65. Um, Markiplier has just released a heist with Markiplier, which is the first that I've seen choose your own adventure 
YouTube content where you're in a museum and you're stealing something and the Mark, the guy who the guy behind Markiplier is the other guy and you get to a point and you have to make your escape. Do you want to go the sneaky route or do you want to go out guns blazing? And that is the first of choices. There are apparently 31 different endings to this thing. And so it encourages you to go back and try things again and see how it comes out. And again, I don't particularly like I watch some of Markiplier, but I don't watch everything he does. But this is such an ingenious concept, I think, for YouTube uh, that I highly recommend it. It's something new. I haven't Hmm. seen it before. There's a musical number at one point. There's pirates at one point. So I like pirates. So if if you're looking for something, how do you spell Mark Applier? It's all one word, Mark I-P-L-I-E-R, I think. Mark I-Plier. Okay. So. Cool. I might check it out. It's, I know, while I don't know who that is, um, I know you've said his name on the show at yeah. least a couple of times before. So Yeah. I don't watch a lot of, well, that's not true. I do watch a lot of it. I'm addicted to watching people play Uno, which is the lamest thing ever. But. What? Um, I watch I watch far too much of it started out with Markiplier and friends playing Uno. They get together. This is why I wish I had the the financial resources and the time commitment to get a really nice gaming setup. He and I think two of his friends like on like a random weekend will just do a five hour stream, which is part podcast. And then they play like two or three games. And I'm just like, oh. Can't wait till Doc is like, here, here's this old computer that will work for your purposes and we shall stream games together. I was going to make a Minecraft server, but I'm just going to give it to you out of the goodness of my heart. In fairness, well, I guess if I was, hmm, I don't think we could do a good co-op stream with my old computer. I don't think it would render that well. Hmm. Well, when Doc Manson decides, you know what, I'm going to, I'm just going to build DC a top of the line gaming system out of the goodness of my heart. Yeah. yeah. Just as soon as DC hands over that blank check to do so. <laughs> I got 20 bucks. Uh, but yeah, that's something. Here that is I a sandwich. Yes. I could buy some foe. Yeah, bucks. you could. Uh, I hope you have enjoyed our podcast this week. One. Oh. oh, another piece of positivity. Sorry. I finally got my damn book. Yes, I got a, I have a picture of you reading it, which made me quite happy. Oh, How, did you? Yes, yes. Your wife huh. took secretly she took a picture that. of you okay. sitting on the couch, blanket draped on your legs, you know, flipping through the pages. Is it good? It is. Yeah, I've read only like one of the chapters at this point, but it seems like it's pretty dense. Seems like there's a lot of good history there. And there's a and I was flipping through the pages. I I haven't gone through all of them yet. But I, I wanted to take a look at all the photos because there's a ton of backstage photos and uh, just like poster art from different countries. Mm-hmm. Um there's a lot of really cool visuals uh in there. So like I said, I haven't even just looked at all the photos yet. But I kept I kept getting distracted between looking at the photos and reading that one chapter. Good. But, yeah, it seems like there's gonna I'm, be a lot in there. So I'm telling you, you know, again, this if you get the chance to go to whether it's library book sales or used bookstores or all of that, find something in your area that's good. Because that was it. We were at a 
bookstore and I was just wandering around and I saw that cover and I went, okay, it's $5 (laughs) for this book that looks right up my friend's alley. Yes, it will be mine. Much, much appreciated. Good, sir. We appreciate you joining us. Doc Manson at Doc Manson. Anything else you'd like to say before we head out into that good night? If you'd like to have your thoughts read on the air, you can do so by sending a message to podcast at ddtwrestling.com. If you liked this episode, <laughs> I keep getting sidetracked here the last two weeks. If you like this episode, you can re- listen to our entire back catalog by going to ddtpod.com or to your podcast repository of choice, such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. And finally, if you like what you've heard, and how could you? Head on over to patreon.com forward slash DDT Wrestling to send just a little bit of financial support to DC and Doc. It helps keep the lights on and this podcast train a chugging. He is Doc Manson at Doc Manson. I am DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. Have yourself a fantastic first weekend of November. And until we meet again, my friends, 198 down, two to go. Won't you be our bestie?